What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Sammy. And Sammy, and welcome to Transform, your safe space to form the best version of you. There are going to be a lot of laughs, (laughs) and oh boy, a lot of tears. But we are so grateful to be alongside you in your journey to transform. Ooh, here we go. Let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Transform. We are so excited to welcome you back today for what is going to be the first of many bite-sized episodes. Sam and I chat week over week about so many life topics, and truly, there are just so many of these bite-sized opportunities for us to hop on, chat about something that's on our hearts that we want to share with you, and hopefully something that can help you in your journey as well. So today with this topic, we are going to be diving into why is nothing changing in my life? I think all of us can agree that we all have these goals, these aspirations, these wants and needs, but so much of the time we are falling short to seeing that actual change in our life. And we could not be more excited to dive into what we've seen and really just share what's on our hearts within it. Yay. I'm so excited about this. Like Sammy said, we talk about these things every week of what we're working on. And this is one that we saw really clear to us of certain areas or even our friends around us in our lives and in their lives of kind of that question of why is this not changing? Why is this not growing or moving? And it's kind of a episode where we're going to get really real in the sense that this is a moment for you to sit with yourself and to ask yourself, why is this area of my life not changing? And I feel like giving an example of what this could look like is really helpful. So I'm going to give an example that is talking about clients or community members that I have worked with. And I think everyone can relate to it. So I really want to bring it up. So especially in fitness and health and wellness, we have these really big, mighty goals because we want to feel changed. We want to feel better. And when you think about nutrition, if you are wanting to change your physical body or mentally, physically, spiritually, all of it, and one of the ways is through nutrition, if you look at your days, if I asked one of my clients, okay, what are your eating habits today? What did your day look like of eating? And I know what we have discussed. I know that the goals that they have set. And if they tell me, you know what, work got really crazy today. I skipped lunch. I've had a couple nuts. Oh, and then I kind of had this for dinner, but I didn't really feel good with it. These are the conversations that I felt like were on repeat is kind of 
judging yourself throughout the day of what you actually did eat or didn't eat and letting nutrition or whatever the goal is be last on the list because maybe it is hard. Maybe it it doesn't feel as deserving of your time or productive, but really the things that we do want that are going to change our life need to be prioritized. So if nutrition is fifth on your list out of all the things you have to do today, it needs to make its way up to number two. And you're going to have to start, you know, switching things around. But this is where you have to ask yourself, what are the areas that I want change? And where is it at on my priority list? Gosh, it's so real. I think through my personal experience, my example is going to be so related to my health journey as well with my weight loss journey specifically. And as someone who has truly transformed, no pun intended, and have lost over 80 pounds at this point. I also want to share all the steps that came before that and all of the trial and error of me never committing in a way that actually allowed me to see the change. It wasn't until these past couple of recent years that I actually committed in a way where I'm like, this is my lifestyle now and this is actually going to make the change for me to see the change. But so many times before, exactly what you said, Sammy, I was you know, going about my day. And yes, I wanted all these things. I had these goals. I had these dreams, but fitness and nutrition were at the end of my priority list. I think a lot of times that happens because of real intimidation. Also just not having the experts that you need. Luckily you're my best friend and I have you to always turn to for all of my movement and nutrition needs, but truly not having that expertise around you And then lastly, and something that we'll definitely tap into here is how we talk to ourselves and our identity. Even though I was struggling with weight my entire life, which I know I've had a lot of conversations with other people who feel the same, I kind of just told myself, okay, maybe I'm just meant to look like this. Maybe I'm just meant to be overweight. That's my identity. I just need to get real with that. But that wasn't the case. It was me not prioritizing the change that I needed to make to see the change that I wanted in my life. You want change to happen. You need to do it for you. You need to commit in a way that allows you to be the driver of your own journey. You cannot commit to something specific like losing weight for the girl who was mean to you in high school and called you fat your great aunt Sally, who's a bitch at Thanksgiving and tells you you shouldn't be eating three bread rolls, whatever that looks like, you can't do it for them. And whatever you're trying to change, you need to do it for you. And nothing is going to change if you don't change. Mm, It's so good. It's such a real moment of a lot of the things that I think we don't follow through with or finish or even prioritize is because we're not doing it for us. So I think having this real moment of the only way I'm going to be able to change is making it a priority, but it has to be a priority if I want it. Making something a priority that you don't actually want is never going to work. You're going to get over it. You're going to build resentment. So it is this moment of, okay, do I actually want it? And and am I ready for this change? And that's another really great question is the change that we do want asking yourself, am I ready, actually ready for the change that I'm desiring? Or am I just listening to the noise? And am I just, you know, taking input from other people, but I actually don't feel ready to go there yet because it is going to take commitment, hard work, prioritization, letting other things go, having boundaries. There is a lot with it. 
And I feel like this brings to the point of when you do want it to happen, you need to prioritize it. And I think we've said this word so much, but that is probably one of the biggest things I've seen, even with myself is, listen, if you actually want this change to happen, it needs to come before other things that you think are more important, but maybe they actually need to be on the back burner for a little bit while you're prioritizing this other thing and learning how all these things can fit into the schedule. So making the time for it, setting time in your schedule, redoing your schedule where you see that more time is put into these things that you actually care about. You know, if you have a a goal of working out, if you working out is your last priority, which if I think if we ask ourselves that, we'd be like, no, 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 it's number one. It's on my brain all day. But gosh, the day got the best of me. And then I went to sleep. It's like, what is something in there you could have added 15 to 30 minutes if you take away, you know, calling your mom or whatever those things are. It's like it does need to come before something else, which is a hard conversation you can have with the people around you. But it's such a real moment to be like, when I look at my day, where is this thing throughout my day? And is it actually a priority? I love that. I think it took me so long to truly take that time for myself and understand that if I don't prioritize my day to set me up for success, I can't show up in the other facets and buckets of my life in the way that I actually want to. So I know every day, it's not that I'm a morning person, but I choose to wake up and get my movement in because I can't show up and be my best self at work, in my friendships, in my relationship, if I don't take that first step for me. And obviously for me and my journey, my movement and getting my movement in is such a priority. It truly is something that I make time for every day. It is in my Google calendar. Nothing will take that time. It is there. It is set in stone because it is a priority. And I think on that same note, making the time, but also understanding that great things take time and that if you are really wanting to make change that's going to last, that does not happen overnight. That is you showing up day in day out, the days that you feel like shit, also the days that are just, you know, normal. You need to show up. You need to continue showing up to yourself, committing to yourself and understanding that honestly, good things take time, but great things are always a work in progress and take way more time. And it is not going to happen overnight. This is such a thing, honestly, that I am so guilty of. I put like, (laughs) I'll put like five minutes into something and I'm like, well, I should be a new woman by now. Like, or even, you know, in, I swear I'll have a therapy session and they'll share with me everything that, you know, I'm learning about myself. And I'm like, well, now that I know, I think I'm good and I'm changed. And wow, I put that as a priority. Like instead, oh my gosh, when I leave that therapy session, I'm going to have to make this part of my toolbox of like practicing what I'm learning every single day, journaling, really leaning into the work and putting it into my schedule. But I am so guilty of not having patience. But when I look back at everything that has been a priority and that has been grand and that has been amazing in my life, it has taken the time and patience and has been the biggest reward. It isn't something that just happened overnight because I think the growth and the journey and the process is actually where we get all the fruit and understanding of how strong we are, how awesome we are, how we can help other people. And without the process and the time and the patience, we're missing out on that. So understanding 
Those things we're prioritizing do not just happen with a snap of the finger. I mean, and if they did, they wouldn't be as worth it. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have that same gratification and truly just like how proud you are going to be of your future self if it did just happen by the snap of the finger. That's such an easy way, but good, great things aren't easy. They take you showing up. They take so much energy and love and time. So just continue to show up and you will always see the change. I love that. That's why it's important to have that why, because it is going to be taking that time and energy. So that why is super important. I think also here is sitting with yourself when you are picking these things to prioritize and being really realistic of what actually can I prioritize here in the way that I can prioritize. And what I mean by that is, I think, again, let's go back to fitness. When you're like, I really want to reach my fitness goals and it's a priority in my life. I don't know about you. I do this as well. I go one to a hundred when I want something. So I'm like, screw everything else. I'm working out three hours a day. I'm, you know, I'm going to the extreme where realistically that is where we have burnout. That is where we fail. That is where we get let down because that's not actually going to work with our every single day. So you sitting down and picking this priority that you're like, okay, I really am excited for this place in my life to change okay, what actually makes sense realistically with my whole world that I'm a part of that I can fit in in a prioritizing way? And again, if it's fitness, it would be, okay, you know what? I do a 30 minute gap here where I usually do X. I'm going to put working out there three times a week instead of seven times a week when I haven't worked out a day. So I think this is like a really big sit down moment for you of being really realistic with your goals. I love this. And I think this is truly like where you do set yourself up for success so much. Get so realistic. Do not go from zero to 100. You got to crawl before you walk and then you'll be running. But truly just day by day, be realistic and set yourself up for success in that way. I think such a big thing from my journey that I love that we talk about all the time is self-discipline along the way. It really wasn't until I learned true self-discipline, which I now look at as my greatest form of self-love, that I saw change. If you don't figure out the control to which you want to operate your life and have that discipline within it, you are not going to fully love yourself and love the process of the journey because it is such a journey. Anytime you want to make big change, my goodness, again, it doesn't just happen overnight. It is such a journey. So you need to fall in love with the process. And I think what I did so well in my journey was I found the movement that I loved. I found the the food that really was exciting for me to still be eating because I am such a foodie but really enjoying every step of the process. And I wasn't just working out and eating a certain way to lose weight anymore. I was doing it because that was the lifestyle that I fell in love with. And I cannot believe that I am the girl now 
who goes to the gym and is so excited to be there, who sits down and is actually craving this like beautiful protein and huge plate of veggies. Like that is me falling in love with the process. And of course there's rewards along the way and chipping at these amazing milestones and having all of those incredible rewards, but truly loving my day in and day out of what I get to do now, because I fell in love with the system that I put into play beyond just what I saw as my goal. I I feel like I have questions for you on that because you've had such a journey in your fitness space and overall wellness. Do you feel like before when you were trying so many different things, do you think that either one, you let it be your identity of like, okay, it's just not working and this is me. And number two, do you think that it wasn't as big of a priority as actually you were making it? Or what do you think kind of changed for you? I'm so curious. I love these questions and I know we're going to dive so deeply into both of our journeys, but truly in my life, I was just always the biggest in my class, the biggest in my friend group. I always knew that I was overweight. Like to me, that was just fact. So for me to change that didn't really feel like something I could overcome. And I think that was always in the back of my mind when I would choose these random fads of trying ways to work out and eat a certain way. I mean, truly, you name it. I've tried it from middle school to high school, in college, even post-grad until I actually made the change for myself and did it in a way that changed my entire life. So yeah, I think along the way, there were so many moments that I just succumbed to the fact that this isn't meant for me. I'm meant Mm -hmm. to be overweight. And I just accepted that. But really what I wish I could have told myself in those moments is, no, you just don't love the process of what is needed for you to overcome what you think is your identity. And I wish myself back then could see me now because I know she would have committed so much sooner for people sitting at home with whatever you want to change Picture your future self who has already made that change. Know it is possible before you even start your journey. I appreciate you speaking on all that because I just think it's so real and everyone can relate to it. Even if I'm not relating to your exact story, oh my gosh, I can connect to so many areas in my life where I just identified myself. Well, this is the way it is. So I think I'm just, I'm just not going to change this area in my life. And I think we need to remember that something was placed on our heart, not for an accident. So for you to have placed on your heart, like, okay, I really do want to be feeling my best through losing weight, through feeling good mentally, physically, all those things. That was no accident. That was placed on your heart because you were absolutely capable and looking at you now, hallelujah, let's go. (laughs) So I feel like I look at myself in the same place of the things that are placed on my heart. They're here to say, you can have that. That actually is intentionally part of your dream life. So I do want you to lean into it and not have these limiting beliefs. So I think with these like sit downs and hard questions, remember that you can have everything that was placed on your heart. It's just you understanding what we're talking about now is what systems do I need to put into play? Because now I have the realization of, okay, I am going to prioritize it. I can't just like 
if I've never swam before, just jump in the pool and try to swim. You need to have a lesson, understand what you're doing. Did you like that analogy? I never use analogies and that one came to me. <laughs> Sammy is the analogy queen and I, I just tried it. that one. Just so, jump in the deep end, right? Just jump in the deep end. And if you actually did, you would drown and you'd be like, okay, I'm never going back in the water. And I think it's so important to set yourself up for success here. Put those systems into play for you to actually succeed in the things that you want your life changed in and know that you're deserving. I think that too, within limiting beliefs, we all are usually our own biggest critic. And it took me so long to actually tell myself that I was deserving of what I had always wished. And I think there's, yes, me identifying as someone who just couldn't because I was X, Y, and Z, but also me lacking the love within myself to know that I was deserving. And until you decide that you are deserving for exactly the change that you want within your life, that is when you can put that system into play. You can't have the goal if you don't think you're worthy of the goal. And if you're not worthy of the goal, how are you supposed to act like the person who has that day in and day out along your journey to get you there? Mm. You need to sit with yourself in this moment and really love on you and tell yourself how deserving you truly are for exactly what you are dreaming to have in your life. Chills, 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 chills. I cannot connect to this more. I think if you have not done the exercise of write out your dream life and use your imagination, how do you want to feel, look, live, drive, whatever you want in your life, and knowing you can actually have all of those things truly and allowing those limiting beliefs or those judgmentals or those identity things that are coming through of you can't have that because you were raised like this. You can't have that because you were this, whatever it is. And understand this work is hard. I want to like, so be clear that the discomfort that you feel when you write out your dream life and those limiting beliefs come through, that's okay. And having compassion towards them, you know, we've been probably we've heard them on repeat for so long, which is why when we go to look at the areas in our life that haven't changed and we don't understand is because we have just protected ourselves with these words and these sayings for so long. We're having to reteach ourselves. We're having to retalk to ourselves to saying, no, you are so worthy and deserving of all of those things that you want. And they were placed on your heart for a reason. Gosh, I mean, <laughs> it is just too good. And I know I would have loved to hear something like this as I was really showing up for myself and failing so many times before I actually showed up in a manner to let myself know how deserving I was, to allow myself to show up day in and day out and to make the change within my life that I wanted to be and see and feel. Mm -hmm. And we are just sending everyone so much love wherever you are at on your journey, whatever you are hoping to see change within your own life. Let us know. Let us know how we can help be partners within that journey for you too. And we are just so here sending so, so, so much love. Yes, we love you. We love you. Truly, the only reason we can talk about these topics is because we are going through them ourselves. We are in it. So we completely understand. And we're so excited to continue doing this journey with you. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you so much for being here. You listening to this episode is you saying yes to creating the dream life you absolutely deserve. As always, we want to hear from you all about what you want to hear next. 
definitely let us know on Instagram at Sammy Clark and at Sammy Spalter. And if you want to follow us for more updates, follow at Transform. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.